Hello there, and welcome to the Marketing SOS Show. I'm your host, Eric Yee, and on the Marketing SOS Show, I take questions from listeners like you in the realms of marketing and business, where I endeavor to use my experience to help answer whatever questions come across my desk. And that's exactly what we have this week with Andre, who's been put in charge of the social media accounts of a local coffee shop, and wants to make her own mark and do things her own way. Now, I think a lot of us can probably relate to this, stepping into roles other people have previously held, but let's get to Audrey's question just after this. So, Audrey writes, Hi, Eric. I'm a college student with no social media management experience who's recently taken on the role of running the social media account of a small to mid-sized coffee shop. I want to rebrand the entire Instagram page to a more product-focused one, but I'm not exactly sure how to start. This is because the previous individual who ran the account would mainly repost customer photos of our coffee and take cell phone quality photos for everything. I'm not a fan of this due to the lack of original content, low-quality posts, and how customer photos seem to disrupt the feed with such varied styles. I would like the Instagram page to reflect our brand. I want to make a cohesive and more original content and consistent announcements. I want to make sure our coffee beans and drinks are displayed through posts and Insta stories. But this isn't a new business and I'm confused as to how I should announce slash display old menu items. Would a complete wipe of the feed or gradual process be better? And how does one go about announcing such a thing? Any advice would be great. Thank you. So, Audrey, fantastic question, and I'm sure many of our listeners have been in similar positions. Like I said at the top of the show, when you enter a new role, you always want to make it your own and find some way to improve things. And it sounds like with this one, you actually have a lot of opportunity to make this better and to have it as a really shining example in your portfolio. Now, there are a lot of questions nested in there, so I'm going to tackle them one at a time. So how do you announce that you're making this change to this page? Well, you could do something in the coffee shop where you kind of tease that it's happening or you say, hey, check out our new Instagram channel. So yeah, you can totally tease it and announce it when that finally happens. But you don't have to announce anything. It all depends on how engaged your customers are with your brand and with your channel. How I would do it personally, I would not make an announcement. I would just start making the changes and your followers will adapt to them. As long as the owners and the team at the coffee shop are cool with your strategy and how you're doing this, you shouldn't worry about it too much. Now we can dive into the specifics a little bit later, but I would start with a gradual process instead of wiping all the content away at once. Now why would I suggest this one? There are merits to both of them. Having a new Instagram channel completely void of anything from the past, you can set it up to look exactly the way you want. But that's only true if you have rockstar A-plus content ready to go from day one, and a lot of it to fill up a whole page. You don't want your feed to be empty, so slowly removing things as you add new ones is a great approach. Once you push all the old stuff down, you can then take them off. Being gradual also gives you time to discover and fine-tune the look and the type of the content you'll be posting. It might not be stellar to start with, so this gives you time. Even if some of the stuff that you post to begin with, by the end you realize it's not working either, now that you have new content and it's pushed down, you can get rid of that as well. You'll have to experiment and see what people are engaging with and what's getting the most traction. Now, one great thing you have with that existing feed 
is you have historical interactions that you can look at. Look at the current feed and see what appears to be working or even what's not working and learn from it. Learn what to do more of and learn what to avoid. Now, I agree that low quality photos posted at interspersed times with customer photos leads to a very inconsistent brand for your company. Find the type of shots that you want, find a filter that looks great, and keep future content consistent. Just ensure that these posts and those of the customers aren't sacred or meaningful to the business, staff, or owners, or that longtime regulars won't get upset to see them missing. Now, I would totally still encourage customer involvement and engagement and interaction in any way you can, perhaps starting a hashtag specific to your store for customers to post with when they get a coffee or spend time in the shop. That way you can still track them and they're still reaching their audiences as well. Now, one thing I want to mention, you mentioned low quality cell phone pictures. Cell phone cameras can do a lot these days and can be amazing. They can even be better than most point and shoot cameras, even some DSLRs in untrained hands. You don't need a DSLR with professional rigs and setups to run an Instagram page. Lots of cell phones have amazing cameras. See what you can do with them. Look what can be done in post, as post-production, with different filters and other post-touch-up apps. Now, I love the idea of focusing on the product that you kind of mentioned. The beans, the coffee, the things people really love about going to a coffee shop. Aside from just coffee, what experience do people want? What do they crave? People watch and find out what other value customers get from coming into your shop. Find ways to incorporate these into your feed while keeping its branding and look consistent. Now, don't worry about announcing new menu items. Yes, each item will be new to someone else that hasn't seen it before. But you're also featuring a product or giving them a spotlight. They don't necessarily need to be announcements. I mean, if my favorite coffee was featured at my local coffee shop in Instagram, that'd be pretty cool. And I may be more opt to engage with it and let people know that, hey, I love this coffee more than life itself. So don't get too hung up on announcements or how to do the announcements. Now, when you actually do have something brand new to announce, try to find a way to do that fits with your branding and your feed. I'm thinking like a shot of writing on a chalkboard or a menu or sandwich board sort of thing, but that's probably a pretty simple idea. I'm sure with uh, five more minutes of brainstorming, you'll have a, a much better idea. There are probably a lot of fun things you can do with a coffee shop or content. Spend a lot of time brainstorming content, thinking about the processes to make each drink from washing the beans, the hot water to grinding them up. Each step of the process can be its own piece of content. How can you shoot or capture and get multiple pieces of content from one item or process? Then spend a ton of time in store watching staff and customers to get even more ideas. Then it's time to start creating the content. Push down the old content and take it off the feed entirely and you'll have your brand new, branded, consistent Instagram page for your coffee shop. So, Audrey, thank you so much for the question. It kind of reminds me a lot of the times of when you step into a new role and you really want to make things your own. Now, I mentioned this at the top of the show. And I want to give a little caveat here to everyone listening who's probably done something similar. When you step into a new role, a lot of the times you kind of look at and wonder how things got this way, how you can make things better, how you can really make your mark. But one thing I would love 
for everyone listening to kind of maybe maybe get a little humble and think about here is when you step into a new role, sure, some things may seem really weird. Why didn't they do this? Why didn't they do that? You are bringing your outside experiences into an organization that might be a little stale or hasn't evolved as quickly as you have. But at the same time, there might be a lot of good reasons or internal reasons that kept things the way they were from internal processes that were maybe outdated all the way to maybe some political things internally that you're not yet aware of that you might be stepping into. So I know I always want to start a new role and start hitting home runs at the park, but sometimes it's good to get the lay of the land before you really start trying to push those big projects. So I would just encourage balance, self-awareness, and really learning what the culture and the company is like up until that point. So Audrey, thank you so much for the question. And if you have a question of your own, dear listener, it's eric at marketingsos.ca. I'm happy to help. So send one in and perhaps you'll be featured on an upcoming episode of the show. And if you want to help support the show, please, a ratings in Apple Podcasts or wherever it is you get your podcasts will truly be appreciated and can help grow the show. And with that, thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to answering more of your questions in upcoming episodes of the show.